What's up, you guys? It is Sean, and as you well know, if I'm here, something is up. Uh, Mitch is working crazy hours over at his new job, and hopefully starting next week we will be back on track. But I'm going to be releasing uh, one of our See You Next Tuesday episodes that I have in the bank for you guys today to enjoy. Uh, So please keep listening, keep calling, and until next time... Keep it nerdy. Enjoy some South Park talk. Later. Boop. 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 I'm ready. (laughs) Welcome to Nerdy Thursday. Does South Park. Ew, this smells like hay. (laughs) Mm. Smells like Icelandic beer. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pumped either. I tried that one. <laughs> oh, it's Odie, <laughs> right, dude? Not even like the good Odie, like from Garfield, right? Hmm. The world was big and cruel, and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds And they left the gray old square world behind Nerdy Thursday, you're the man I hope you... Welcome everybody to Nerdy Thursday slash... Fuck. Welcome, everybody, to See You Next Tuesday, a Nerdy Thursday South Park podcast thing, sometimes that we do sometimes. <laughs> My name's Sean, and with me, as always, is Mitch. What's up, dude? Oh, dude. A whole bunch of stuff happened this past week. Yeah? Yeah. But we'll save that for Thursday. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wait till people find out. <laughs> you guys are going to be so stoked. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. <laughs> Oh man, uh, what do we? Uh, as you guys know, this is our bonus show that we do um, whenever we have time to do it, and it's a little bit more of a condensed episode. Where thank you, a little bit more of a condensed episode. I was wondering why that can felt so warm. <laughs> uh, where we go episode by episode through South Park. Uh, we're on season one right now, and we just chat about what happened in the show. Who our favorite character is, rate the the Kenny death, and then uh, rate the episode as a whole. Um, so we'll start off real quick with what we're drinking, and then hop right into the show. Today we are drinking a Fremont Field to Ferment. It's an IPA, and it's a six point oh percent, and it's out of Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. Yeah, it's a pale ale, you moron. Yeah, I read it real quick. God. As soon as I said that, I was like, "Oh!" So I tried drinking it, and it is not an IPA. <laughs> it's too malty. So you're still down to drinking light? Yeah, dude. I heard that one beer pop. <laughs> I know. I wish you'd stop brewing it with your crabby sound effects. Nah, I know, but I don't want it to seem like it's just one person. <sighs> this smells worse than a farm. This legitimately smells like Icelandic beer if you just mix dirt into it. It tastes alright, though. Probably four bottle caps. Out of five? For Seattle beer, yeah. Have you ever had other Seattle beer? No. Me neither. But (laughs) I gotta assume this is on the higher end of it. This is not good. Since we got it shipped in. (laughs) This is not good. (laughs) 
Ugh. Yeah. I'd give that like a two and a half, three. That's not great. <laughs> but guys, we are on episode 11 of season one, and this one was called Tom's Rhinoplasty. That means nose job. Good job. Those cost extra. Yeah. All right, what's free? I was just, in the scale of jobs, like, okay, if we were to rate... Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> so it probably goes hand job, foot job, blow job, double blow job, <laughs> nose job. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, it's the most expensive job. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so this is the episode where Mr. Garrison decides that he's going to go out for surgery and get a nose job. Yep. Now, also in this episode, because Mr. Garrison is out getting a nose job, this is the episode where the kids get a substitute te- teacher named Miss Ellen. Yep. Now, <clears throat> quick this- question. Yes. Do you remember <clears throat> any of your substitute teachers yes. from school? Mr. Mr. Hanky. <laughs> Dude, that's literally... <laughs> no, Mr. Planky. Mr. Planky. <laughs> I was just saying, you're fucking lying. <laughs> yeah, his name was Art Art Planky, and I was the only person in in all of St. Agnes to ever get a referral. Go <laughs> like, on. from um, up till when that happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there has been since, but um, because I started like <laughs> being disruptive in class and i say you <laughs> and i sang the song uh arty farty had a party and everyone is there tutti frutti let a beauty and everyone went out for air and i just kept singing it over and over like at him <laughs> <laughs> okay and i got a referral and he sent me down to the principal's office but i never went <laughs> i just waited in the hallway for about an hour and a half and went back to class no joke. You're a terrible child. <laughs> Dude, I was so awful in that school. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, why? Where were you going with that? I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, other than that, I had Maca Tooth, or Maca Boy. You just said Maca Tooth? Yeah. I had Maca Tooth. Check her out at Walmart. When, um, right? <laughs> When Mr. Duquette uh, went for, because he had cancer and then died. Yeah. So, I had her for that whole year. Okay, that must have been cool. No. No, it was awful. Mr. Mr. Duquette was the man. For like the month and a half that we had him before he died, he shot us with Nerf guns like every day. Well, he wanted you to pay attention. (laughs) Like, that was his way of fun. It was amazing. Um, So, anyways, the three main... Storylines in this episode are gonna be Mr. Garrison getting the nose job, the substitute teachers arc through the episode, and the kids' infatuation, and Wendy's hate of the substitute teacher and her relationship falling apart with Stan. Okay. And um, where do you want to start? Probably that it's Valentine's Day. Good call. It's Valentine's Day. It's almost Valentine's Day uh, when the episode starts, and that's when we find out that Miss Allen's going to be the new substitute teacher. She walks in. I'm not going to lie, dude. I think I mentioned it while we are watching it, but I'm not going to lie. Before she started talking, I thought it was Michael Jackson, and I almost <laughs> laughed out loud. That's not until way later. Like, it looked exactly <laughs> like Michael on. Jackson. Yeah. 
And and then she talked, and I was like, oh, that's actually a chick. <laughs> yeah. So it was the chick from... I forget what show. It was an actual chick? Yeah, you, right at the beginning, it did the little blurb of a special guest. Oh, I didn't and see that. It was that. a chick from somewhere. I was not paying attention to that part at all. So she comes in. All the boys immediately... Just like go, they go straight peanuts. Yes. Like Charlie Brown peanuts, like the hearts Stoop over their smile. face, the smile wrapping up like around their eyes. Yep. And just completely in love. And, and Stan's w- signature vomit of love. Yep. Stan starts throwing up everywhere when she starts talking to them. And it turns out that Miss Ellen is actually a legitimate teacher. Comes in, is actually teaching multiplications and stuff like that. Not just pop culture and. Yeah, like, like Mr. Garrison Yeah. And so these boys are all, like, super in love with her and, like, for some reason think that she's into it, into them because, you know, eight, nine-year-old boys. Mine works weird sometimes. But Wendy starts noticing this going on. Mm-hmm. And... She'll have none of it. Immediately gets jealous and pulls Miss Ellen aside and says, don't fuck with me. <laughs> typical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's typical eight fourth grader response to a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For stealing your man. You are? Fourth grade? In fourth grade? No, yeah, close. No. Third grade, right? Second grade? Third, third grade? Yeah. Second, third, right? Me in third grade? I was in third grade when I was eight. But I was young. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyways... So she tells her to not fuck with her, to leave her boy Stan alone. Um, during this time, the boys have already told Chef about the new substitute teacher, and Chef has to go out of his way. He's all about it. To find out about this new substitute teacher. Well, yeah. Intrudes on class. Um, intrudes to, what does he have to return? Um, that crazy cracker's laundry detergent that he left on the playground. <laughs> Fucking Kyle. Makes sense. <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because you definitely leave your laundry detergent on the playground. So he ends up going on a date with her, and they found out later from Chef that she's a lesbian. Yeah, so she would not be interested in them boys. Well, these boys... Until they were lesbians, apparently, is what they were thinking. Yeah, these boys are eight or nine years old. They don't know what a lesbian is, so they're determined to become lesbians. Checks out. (laughs) <laughs> and they did a very, very good job of trying. Please, can you recap some of the things that they're told to do if they're going to be lesbians? Yeah, um, they start wearing Birkenstocks. Um, they start listening to Anya. <laughs> and <laughs> while they're doing all that, they just start licking carpet. <laughs> all up in the living room. Like hands and knees licking carpet. Like literally... Carmen's mom tells him, you've got to start munching on carpet <laughs> if you go out and be a lesbian. Later oh, on, he starts chomping a box to try to <laughs> also be a lesbian. It's amazing. Oh, my God. The only thing that would, I would change is they um, need to be driving a Subaru. Nice. Was that a... I don't know if that was a big thing back in 1997. Probably not, but... yeah. Um, you know what I love? Dude, this show is just so timeless. Like, there was one scene in this show, this episode, where I was like, you know, that's a little dated. When the lady yells, look me up, I'm in the phone book. Yeah. 
I was like, mm, no, that's, not, not, a, that's just got, not a thing. I just got a phone book delivered last week. Yeah, I've had one sitting on my doorstep for the last week. You should probably bring it in and call somebody. No. We start prank phone look- calling people on the show. <laughs> that would actually be pretty funny. Is your refrigerator running? No, you better go catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so where were we? Okay, so Miss Ellen... I don't know why. I thought it was really funny that after Wendy threatened her, it almost seemed like Miss Ellen was just going completely out of her way to be a complete bitch to Wendy. Like, super low-key. Like, never anything direct, but always super subliminally, like, directed at Wendy. Like, she knows... Like, I had a feeling that she knew that Stan was going to win that spelling test. Or Stan didn't win, and she just selected him just to get at Wendy. Ooh, that'd have been sweet. And like I, I almost guarantee you that that's what happened. Like knowing how people operate, yeah, that's what I would have done. Then like nice. you don't fuck you, bitch. You're gonna say don't fuck with me. Mm, I'm your teacher. I'm, I'm, glad say, I'm glad you're gonna take out your frustrations on the child. <laughs> If I'm a teacher and that's my whatever, that's pretty much up. my job. That's what they paid me for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know I had teachers that did did the exact same thing. You also just admitted to being an asshole in class, so. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is very true. Okay, when did this become about me? We're done. Uh, <laughs> um. So it turns out that. Uh, Stan ended up winning the competition that would see her taking him out to dinner. Yep. She says, I can't make love to you because you're just eight years old. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But the next day, of course, he claims that he made <laughs> like love. you always do. Down by the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll tie this in to the end. Yeah. Wrapping back, now I gotta go back to Wendy. Okay. Because I really liked Wendy's arc through this because, like, Behind the scenes, you see her, like, by herself, just, like, destroyed and crying and getting desperate. And then she had that whole, like, montage compilation going in her head uh-huh. where it was a compilation of all of the time stands thrown up on her. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was some really sick shit, like... Yeah, but it was all clips from the show, so it was definitely worth it. They didn't add any. Yeah. I thought that was great. 11 episodes worth of Stan thrown up on her. But it was just, like... It was one of those things where you see in a movie and they're thinking about the happiest moments. Yep. And for her, it was him throwing up on her. Well, yeah. Which is kind of great. But then you also see something else going on. Where she starts plotting behind the scenes. She gets mad. She has Baby come over. She's like, I wish that she would just get launched into the sun. Blah, 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 blah. This, that, and whatever. Um, and then that kind of ties up that for now. Okay. And we'll finish that up. We'll tie that up at the end of this episode. Well, I mean, she gets really upset when you said that Baby comes over. Yeah. And that's because um, she wants to be made over yep. so that the boys will start recon- remember- recognizing her again. And she comes in looking like Elton John from Greece. Yeah, I love that you said, she looks just like the person from Greece. <laughs> Two and then all of a later. sudden, you look like Elton John from Greece. <laughs> I was like, man, that's perfect. <laughs> so you said that one joke was dated. But they're so relevant with everything that they kind of do. Yeah. That it's been 20 years since you've seen this episode, and you still call the joke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then Miss Ellen comes in wearing the same thing. So like you said, it's just like another dig. It's like she saw her coming into school and changed. Yeah, I couldn't figure out at this, if at this point, 
like this was gonna turn into like a teacher fucking a kid kind of thing, but it was gonna be like That's she's, later. she's trying to get Wendy. <laughs> so I couldn't figure that out because I don't remember last time I saw this. But then when she's like, oh yeah, we're both wearing leather, and then what happens happens. I'm like, oh shit, she was just trying to f- get at her. Yeah, for this too. So that was pretty good. Now back to the beginning again. <clears throat> Back to the beginning, backtracking again. For this is actually a really fun episode to a talk about. Great storyline. <laughs> that's in the stick of truth. Part of it anyway. Yeah. I don't know why you pointed at me, I don't like to talk. Oh, I didn't know if you were taking Jeez. over. <laughs> this isn't a cinematic universe episode episode. <laughs> that's when I talk. So Mr. Garrison <laughs> ends up going to Tom's rhinoplasty. I loved the surgeon in this, by the way. So, remind me of the Crimson Chin immediately. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Timmy yeah, Turner and the yeah. Crimson Chin? This dude had a chin out to here. Y'all can't see it, but it's like this chin came out like three or four inches off of his face. Huge chin, chiseled, huge pecs. This dude has had pl- tons of plastic surgery and sits Mr. Garrison down in front of this computer where he upload a picture, uploads a picture of Mr. Garrison's face, front and side, and starts going through the options. So we could we could take the bridge. We could make it a little bit smaller. We could uh, we could extend the bridge, make it a little straighter. He uses all the three D, so it moves as soon as he's saying it. And you're like, hmm, yeah, that's pretty nice. And then he finally gets to, oh, we could take the bridge and make it a little thinner. And he's like, yep, that's the one. All of a sudden, he puts his... him on the table, cuts him open. <laughs> then he's like, I love when we get to the part after, and he opens his eyes, like, where am I? And he's like, we well, just had that surgery. I gotta tell you, it was very successful. And he's like, you look great. And he sits up and it's just bandages and blood everywhere. And his glasses are like sideways. And you're just like, wow. He's lying right to his face. (laughs) I love that. So he ends up taking off the bandage to be revealed that it was indeed a success. And his face is now... Uh, David Hasselhoff. And it's amazing. It's like literally, like you said, Stick of Truth. This That's an achievement in Stick of Truth. Finishing the game with a David Hasselhoff face. Well, you need that to. you it's got amazing. from the rhinoplasty place. Yeah. Like, the callbacks in that game are incredible. Like, to see this coming back to Season 1, Episode 11, just amazing. Now, he knows that he's a gorgeous man now. He's walking down the street, ladies becoming enamored with him immediately. Mm-hmm. Realizes, get back, gets back to school. They announce that Mr. Garrison back is back, and he goes, "I'm done teaching. <laughs> Never mind, I'm gonna quit. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck all the hot ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna go follow my dream of hanging out and banging broads." <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, he goes in, gets a photo shoot done, uh, becomes a model. And then all of the chicks literally just swarm him every time he's outside, rip apart his clothes, and chase him down. And that's when he realizes he needs to get his old face back. Yep. Yep. Which is perfect timing, because the end of this episode showed a whole bunch of Iraqis invading the classroom to take Miss Ellen away. Because apparently she was an Iraqi fugitive. Yep. Who uh, who had broken a lot of laws and killed thousands of people, two thousand people, yeah, just crazy. Um, so they take her away and then they launch her straight into the sun on a rocket. That's when it's revealed that Wendy was behind. She mastermind. Whole, Heck yeah, she, she mastermind the Iraqi situation. 
paid them off to go and kill Miss Allen. <laughs> and finish this episode by going, you do not fuck with Wendy Testberger. Yeah, that's just insane. Dude, it was, it was crazy. If she's got that kind of money to throw around, she should be living next to Token. Yeah. Oh, he's got such a nice mansion. Yeah, but that's no later. Yeah. Oh, so that was the episode. Mm-hmm. Really fun. Really funny. And I want to know from you, are you going to ask the questions? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's what you did last episode. Sure, whatever. Cool. Sean. Mitch. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was the beginning of the episode when Wendy starts talking about talking to uh, Stan about Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. And she goes, we should go on a cruise. <laughs> he goes, Cartman's in the back. <laughs> so she talks about that, building a cardboard box and pretending. And then dressing up and pretending to get married. And Cartman is he dying on his chair. <laughs> like, this is the first time that I can remember in this show seeing somebody, like, actually cry from laughter. Because Carmen's cr- laughing so hard, he cries and has to wipe the tear before going back, and then laughs so hard he falls out of his chair. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. That was so funny. Uh, what was your favorite part? Probably the vomit montage. <laughs> Definitely the vomit montage. It was ridiculous. I'm just kind of upset that there was, like, there was a song behind it, but I don't remember what the song was. It been in perfect time for one of those South Park originals they throw in sometimes. <laughs> Gonna puke in your mouth, baby. <laughs> Which actually, at the end of the episode, when Stan apologizes, or she apologizes to him, and he pukes directly into her mouth, was so disgusting. He <laughs> did. It was a direct shot. Only only a little bit missed and fell to the ground. <laughs> like, and she just sat there and took it. Like, that was gross. <laughs> Chuck. Mitch. Who's your favorite character? My favorite character of this episode. Um, man, there's really no character that really stood out in this one. Probably Wendy. Yeah, Wendy's mine. Yeah, like it would have to be Wendy. I can't think of another one that. Yeah, because really she was it. more of a Maybe focal Mr. point on it. Yeah, and like just kind of stole the show with the crazy stuff she was saying. Yeah. Because uh, of like about the teacher, especially what, he, what you said when she was like, "Do not fuck with me." Yeah. Like the in her face, like in front of the classroom. <laughs> like she just comes up her arc in that episode is so good. She's so conniving. So, yeah. So Sean, Mitch. With that being said, we didn't describe this yet. So, on a scale to 1 of one to a bowl. <laughs> on a scale to one, <laughs> what do you think about this? On a scale of one to a bowl of Iraqi, um, I can scimitars. No, not the sword. Just trying to think of like. Uh, I guess. So. All right, are we talking about scale, body explosives? Yeah. On a scale of one to a bowl. <laughs> Of a, oh, you made me forget the word again. I was going to go into a bowl of Iraqi extraction team members. How many Iraqi extraction team members would you give Kenny's death? Um, uh, I think this only gets points due to the fact that even Kenny was kind of in love with the teacher. And what I love about Kenny, I don't know if we've talked about this, is Kenny knows all of the dirty shit. You always gotta have a friend that knows that. Like, Kenny is that kid. Like, in episode two, Kenny's the one drinking gasoline, shooting shit, he don't care. 
He knows all of the dirty terms. Like in this episode, whenever Chef referred to something dirty, all the kids looked at Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Which just makes the lesbian thing that much better. He's like, <laughs> What's a lesbian? Oh. I don't know. Um, yeah, given the fact that like Kenny was infatuated with her, uh, kind of bumps it up. Um, I'd give this sixteen Iraqi extraction members. Okay. For you, on a scale of one to a bowl, a scimitar straight to the face. Which is the way Kenny died. How many scimitars straight to the face? Which is the way Kenny died. Uh, would you give this episode? <laughs> well, since he made it almost to the end of the episode. And it was, it was kind of surprising the, the way he died. Mm-hmm. I would give this 24 scimitars to the face. Wow. That's the way Kenny really dies. <laughs> as, a, as a scale. <laughs> as, as my result. <laughs> it was kind of shocking the way he died. Because she was like fending them off with the sword. Yeah. And like as she swept her arm back to the other guy, it came out and killed him. Yeah, it seemed like it kind of just slipped. Yeah. It just wasn't that memorable for me. But that's why we have two people, two different viewpoints. Mitch. Sean. On a scale. Don't you of steal it. One. On a scale in ounces. <laughs> on, a scale of, on a scale to one. <laughs> on a scale of one to a bowl. In ounces. How many ounces of vomit would you give this episode? Uh, we didn't start laughing. This is a very good episode. <laughs> I would give it 26 ounces of vomit. Nice. Sean. Mitch. On a scale of one to bowl of rockets into the sun. <laughs> How many rockets into the sun would you give this episode? <laughs> what was that song? Hold on. What was that song that Mr. Garrison, every time he started walking with a David Hasselhoff face, like the song started playing? That was so funny. It should have been the Baywatch theme. Like, literally, like you just said. I don't think there was a time where we weren't at least chuckling during this episode. It was so fucking funny. And I think this might this might be the best episode of season one. So that, far? That we've watched, yeah. Nice. I, I'd give it 26 as well. 26 rockets straight into the sun with carrying Miss Ellen. Awesome. Yeah. With um, with Wendy on the ground looking through a, an eclipse shoebox yeah. to watch it go in. I guess we could have <laughs> gave you one a ball. <laughs> Equip shoeboxes. <laughs> ah, shit! Oops. Uh, I would have given it 27, but one dripped out the hole in the box. <laughs> nice. You would do some stupid answer like that. <laughs> oh, my God. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, that wraps us up today. I want to give a quick shout-out. Combo.com. Um, Invention of Nerdy Thursday. Brian Betts for our logos and the website uh thank you also talking about the website you can find all of our social media links on there go and give us a follow find us on itunes give us a rating all that good snaz and mitch i guess i will just see you next tuesday and as brian generally put one time or gently put one time that spells spells cunt cunt. In 1952, the world was a darker place. There were only six days in the week, not seven like we know today. And everybody walked around wearing clothes that were painted gray. And they were sad almost all the time. Yeah, they were. And that's...
Back in 1952, there were six days in the week. You could never know which day was the one for you. But I do. In 1965, somebody became alive And they had a great idea to make a brand new day It was called Nerdy Thursday And it was a day for all the people across the world Who played d d and Magic the Gathering And had LAN parties And it was their very own day for them The world was big and cruel Cold and gray and sad But Nerdy Thursday Came up and made everybody glad Because after that They had a whole lot more stuff To do with their minds And they left the gray old square world behind Nerdy Thursday You're the man I hope you'll be my friend